This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined as always by Perry Goldstein. And heading into basically the middle of November at this point, the Packers are sitting at 3-6. and We'll be hosting, finally, at Lambeau Field, the Dallas Cowboys, who are 6-2. and They're done with their three-game road stretch. And a familiar friend comes to Green Bay this week in Cowboys head coach, Mike McCarthy. So Perry, before we dive into the matchup itself, maybe we could just start there because, you know, I think a lot of Packer fans have a lot of really good memories of Mike McCarthy. Probably some of those got tainted towards the end, but I really hope, at least me personally, that he gets a very warm reception on Sunday. He should. He led this team to a Super Bowl. He was the head coach of the Green Bay Packers for 13 years. He lived in Green Bay. He raised his kids there. If you listen to anything, any interview, in the last couple of seasons since he left about what the city and the people mean to him, he gets choked up about it. So he deserves all of the cheers and none of the booze. Um, I think a lot of fans are in this camp. I know you and I both feel this way that his ending in green Bay was just not fitting for what he meant to this team. And if we could have a redo of it. I'm sure the Packers would have let him finish out the season and not fired him with four games to go because he just didn't deserve, he deserved deserve more respect than that. So I'm excited to have big Mike come back up. Yeah. I think it was really interesting to hear Aaron Rodgers kind of talk about the, how that whole thing went down too, because it was his birthday when they lost to the Cardinals. And he said like, you know, in the emotions of, your friends are trying to throw you a birthday party. And then you like, you hear that this person that you've been with for over a decade that brought you to a Super Bowl, like has been fired and like kind of what that means. And, and I think for a lot of Packer fans, there's some perspective where 
in the heat of the moment, it's like, yes, maybe it was the right decision. Sometimes things get stale. Like Mike McCarthy's not a bad football coach. He needed probably to, to freshen up his playbook a little bit. You know, we're seeing him have some success now in Dallas, but you know, sometimes things just don't fit anymore. And that doesn't mean that, you know, he was in the wrong or the front office was in the wrong, but yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, seeing him come back at Lambeau and hoping that, uh, you know, still would like the Packers to win obviously, but uh, hoping that big Mike gets the, uh, the reception that he deserves here. So, all right, Packers three and six back at home. Six and two Cowboys coming in. Not even the division leaders at this point. Obviously, just wild card, you mm-hmm. know, contenders at this point. But uh, if we're going to talk about uh, the Packers needing to get back into anything to have playoff potential, which I hate talking about with a three and six football team, this is a tiebreaker that they will absolutely need later on at, at the end of the season. Yeah, I think this team just needs a win really badly. Like, I don't yeah. really care who the opponent is per se, but they need to go out there and play competitive football and take it to an NFC, you know, opponent team and come away with a win at home. The Packers, I would love to see the stats on when the last time the Packers lost to like regular season Lambo games back to back at home would be. I yeah. cannot imagine that it's a common occurrence, especially in the Aaron Rodgers era. So I don't know what the vibe is. I don't know what the energy looks like after this last very dejecting loss that also tacked on a number of injuries <laughs> to this team. Um, if you looked at the injury report for practice on Wednesday, it was essentially every single starter is on that report. So I don't know what team is going to be trotting out there, but they very desperately need a win. And it's not going to be an easy, uh, it's not going to be a piece of cake because this Dan Quinn led defense is playing like they have their hair on fire right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, not to look ahead because Packers will tell you, you know, the, the coaching staff, the players, you have to go one and every week. That's the mentality. But this is a really tough stretch for them. This is a stretch that we had circled on the calendar before we found out that these were two playoff teams. But for them to play at home Sunday afternoon and then have a short turnaround to Thursday, like, you know, this is this is going to be some pretty intense football, especially because you have guys like Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott. And Derrick Henry as the three running backs, you know, that are that are going to be coming into Lambeau Field on a short week. So really a lot for this Packers defense to 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 wrap up and have to deal with in a in a really short time frame. Yeah, good. They're already so banged up. I love a short week. <laughs> we love Thursday night football. It's uh it's great. It's lovely. It does such great things for the body. Um all right, I guess let's dive into it. What does this offense need to do against this Cowboys defense? I mean, this Cowboys defense is playing 
how I think we wanted the Packers defense to play. Um, and I don't know about you, but I listened to Matt LaFleur talk about Dan Quinn with so much reverence and yep. so much respect. And I know they go way, way back wondering if Matt is wishing he had hired DQ back in the day <laughs> instead because <laughs> that would have been fun. But this Cowboys defense is stacked at every level. Mm -hmm. They have one of the best, if not the best, potentially defensive player of the year this season in Micah Parsons. They've got a secondary that, again, is just playing like really cohesive ball hawking football. And I think the Packers offense is totally outmatched against this Cowboys defense. So in my mind, if you're looking at a game where you can only put up nine points, against the worst defense in football. You're turning it around this week and going against probably one of the best defenses in football right now. What do they have to do <laughs> to get some points on the board? Yeah, I mean, this is this is the third best defense right now in football if you're talking about points against. So they went from the literal worst, allowing a million points a game to a team that's averaging 16 points a game to their opponents. So um, yeah, I think, you know, it starts, it feels like we say this every week ad nauseum, but it starts with limiting the self-inflicted mistakes. The Packers had opportunities to score against the Lions. They were in the red zone repeatedly, didn't capitalize, walked away with nine points. And I think part of that at Lambeau Field is going to include settling for field goals. Like, I think at this point, we just want to yeah. see this team put points on the board. Yep. Especially if this is going to come down to the wire, if it comes down to the leg, maybe the leg of Mason Crosby, you know, if it ends up being a one score game, you need to have those points accumulated on the board. So you're not sitting, you know, behind the sticks and you're down 14. If you're down eight, that makes a difference with those field goals. So I think that is going to be one of the keys to success here is just really trying to capitalize when they're in scoring position because God knows, you know, yes, they're at Lambeau Field, but scoring position, you know, against this, the third ranked defense as opposed to the worst defense, going to be harder to come by. So that's, that's my biggest thing is take the freaking points. I could not agree more. I think at this point, the aggressiveness on fourth down is something that you can lean on when your offense is clicking, right? And you know that you can like convert on third, you can convert on fourth, you keep it going, you're pushing that defense backwards. Packers offense hasn't been able to do that. They haven't been able to push defenses at all. It's the opposite. It feels like running uphill in the sand for this <laughs> offense this season. So if you're getting in field goal range, it's okay, I think, at this point to be a little conservative. Don't take a sack run the ball, get the yards, get Mason Crosby out there and get the points on the board because it really could be the difference. It would have been the difference in the Lions game if they had taken those field goals. And I think it could be the difference here also from a mindset perspective of not having a big goal zero, not driving down the field and getting to the 40 to the 30, whatever it is, and then coming away with nothing. I think that has been so frustrating and dejecting for this Packers offense like three is better than zero uh, and unfortunately that's just where this offense is right now so I totally agree 2400 sports is an odyssey company 